0: What if I told you I had the answer to all of your questions? Your one-way ticket to happiness. Everything you could ever want in a single tap on your screen. Not to mention it's 50% off when you buy another item of the same brand worth double that price. And you don't have to give it much thought. It's already a bargain, and definitely worth your time.
1: Man, don't you just hate ads like this? I get them all the time when I watch videos or scroll through social media or when I listen to music. It almost never works, except maybe, you know, to the benefit of the company when you're barely awake and barely asleep at 3 a.m., Yikes. (laughs) Welcome to the realm of the sleep-deprived, overthinkers, and occasional crammers. This is Kat, and you're listening to Nothing Good Happens at 3am. In this episode, I am joined by my two best friends, Carl and Neil. And we'll talk about all the things we bought and eventually regret buying. Relatable? Have a listen to our conversation.
0: Hi, I'm Neil. Congratulations,
1: Neil. Hi, Neil. Yeah, hi, Neil. So, what do you do?
0: I'm Neil. Uh, I do multimedia and marketing. And voiceovers, of course.
1: All right.
2: I'm Carl, and I make
1: podcasts. All right. That's so cool. It's so convenient. Wow, you make podcasts, too. I didn't know that. So do you, right? you do? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Oh, Kat, you, too. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah, we both make podcasts. What are the chances that you guys are
1: in, like... A podcast right now.
2: What are you doing here,
0: Neil? Aren't you supposed
2: to be doing like marketing stuff?
0: Oh, I
1: don't <laughs> know, man. That will come after the podcast.
0: Yeah, right after the podcast. That's the, that's her, that's today's sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rage. I mean, no.
1: <laughs> All right. So tonight we're going to be talking about. Um, our guilty pleasures. Oh <laughs> nature It's just our consumer habits.
2: It's 3 a.m. and we're scrolling on our phones.
0: On a specific app. On a specific app.
1: And in the next morning, um, we find out that we just bought something. This has become my habit during the lockdown, I think. And it's usually when I am right about to sleep. It's become my habit to scroll on two apps, actually. <laughs> Well, sometimes three, and then and I I don't have to buy anything in particular. It's just usually something I see online or something I've read online, and then I just verify to see if it is in fact being sold here. And unfortunately, it is most mm-hmm. of the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a great way to verify.
2: So, so you wanna you wanna tell us what these two apps
0: are exactly?
1: Well, three apps. So. Three
0: apps. I'm sorry. I was only aware that there were two, but wow, cat. What kind of habit is this?
1: Yeah, it's three apps.
2: But, but you can buy stuff from Facebook, you know. So
1: Yeah, and I've also done that. No, that's four. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so, what, so, so tell us
2: about these apps, Kat.
1: Since I'm the one being interviewed right now. Yeah,
2: this is how it works. <laughs>
1: yeah. So the three apps, four apps. Yeah, actually, they are four apps apart from Facebook. And I'm mentioning these brands in case they want to sponsor this podcast. It's Shopee, Lazada, Zalora, and Uniqlo.
0: All right. Our sponsors for the next episode, coming right up.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's usually that. I'd read something online and then I'd check it on Shopee or Lazada if it's available. Or sometimes I'd watch something online. It's not usually an ad, actually. It's just something I see on my feed. I mean, I'm not going to even enumerate everything I bought because there are a ton. But I think the worst thing I've bought is, and I'm ashamed of it,
2: it's a pasta maker. <laughs> a pasta maker. You you shouldn't be ashamed of a pasta maker. They are an essential tool in the kitchen.
0: I think the better question is, Kat, do you actually even eat pasta? <laughs> do you actually have... <laughs> or
2: or or have you ever used it in the first place?
1: That's the great thing about it. Like I've, it is a necessity, and I've used it once. Ah. So, that's
0: <laughs> it. There you go. Okay, Kat. The real clincher is: Have you used it more than once?
1: No, <laughs> but I used it.
2: If you haven't used it more than once, I think that it's time that you do. So you know what you're making tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: I'm not making you pasta, early. like you don't deserve it. None of your dimples deserve the pasta, right? <laughs> no, now. dude.
0: She's making me. <laughs> She's making me pasta because I live so close by.
2: First of all, I can make my own pasta.
0: <laughs> God,
2: Carl. Oh. I don't need your pasta. <laughs> I just need you to use it more than once.
1: With the premise is if I used it at all, I did. At least I used it once. And then that was the last time I used it. It was just to check if it works. And But the pasta is great. I have to admit, though... um. Freshly made homemade pasta is great. And I did not make a mistake in buying it. But now that I know what it's like, I don't really need it anymore. <laughs> and I paid something. Oh, it's not cheap at all. I didn't even get it in a sale.
0: Tell us, tell us, tell us. Tell us the number. Tell us the number.
1: Oh, well, it's north yeah, I- of 1,000. <laughs> definitely.
0: Now you know what to buy next, Neil. Oh my god. Dude, I, I bought something like in... Uh, in- I don't know if it was a Shopee or or something, but I showed this to Kat like a while ago. And this is the only thing I ever regret buying.
2: Oh, that's cool, though.
0: No, no, it's not. It's not cool. It is a PS4 controller. And I've always wanted to buy one for myself because I was like, you know what? I'm going to be playing video games on my own. Um, I'm going to enjoy. Yeah,
2: but, the, but the question is, do you have the PS4? Uh,
0: No, I don't have that kind of money.
1: <laughs> but you have the controller.
0: I do have the controller. But the good thing is, oh, I can connect it. I can connect it on my on my PC. It's so fucking bad. Cause this thing, uh, I think I bought it around like early in the morning in an impulse buy. I don't know if it was really three a.m., but I was like, you know what? I kind of have the money now to like fulfill my childhood dream of playing video games by myself. I mean, I don't have the kind of money to buy like a PS4, and I bought this, and it was like around one thousand pesos or something straight from China. And I was so excited for it, cause like, oh my god, I'm gonna finally have my own controller. I can play. Tekken now on my uh on my laptop because I've always played Tekken when I was younger and i was like I-, I can finally try and learn how to compete or play Tekken by myself I, I don't have fucking self control when it comes to like stuff that I enjoy if I enjoy it I will like enjoy the fuck out of it forever uh, even if it like hurts my productivity for the day so. I would end up playing video games while I'm on shift. And lo and behold, it's like three hours in and I'm like, damn, uh, that's a lot of time I spent. And I hate that I bought this thing because it makes me less productive too. But what sucks about it the most is that I bought it to play a game that I'm not good at. (laughs) 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 that has a very very steep learning curve and that you have to have really good gear to play it because you need to have very exact um, um, inputs Tekken Tekken 7 to be precise and I have had so many times when I was playing online. i just like, why, why is it the? It's it's this thing. I never equated to my lack of skill on playing the game. And I'm just like, no, it, it's 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 the controller. It's the control. You know, it it should move this way. It should be this fast when I input it, but it's not. So. Uh the the ending of this story is that a while ago I tried playing Tekken again after like three weeks of not playing it because you know as much as I have fun sometimes, and I mean sometimes playing the game, uh I also want to be productive. It's just that when the moment arrives that I want to play a video game, even when I was in college, dude, when I was when we were in CMC, I would like there was a day where I stopped go where I, I didn't go to school. Just because I wanted to play StarCraft. Just once? And it was like, yeah, a whole day.
1: Really?
2: <laughs> Just once? Really?
1: Yeah, I okay. mean, like. I
2: went to college. with You weren't always
0: man. there. <laughs> <laughs> guys, come on! You're guys, always come- late. <laughs> Ga-
1: yeah, we'll cut you some Come so on,
0: because, guys. You know, yeah, you bought a controller.
1: But you, you seem to love it.
0: No, I don't. This is what I did to my controller today. All right? I broke it because of how I freaking... You slammed
1: it on your table? Hell
0: yeah. Hell yeah. I had like, oh, my first ever rage quit. And it cost me my controller.
1: Oh, I man. was just like... Rah, 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 rah.
0: And I broke it. And it felt great because it felt like, ah, uh, the chains that bind me. I'm finally free.
1: How long have you had that controller?
0: I think I've had it for like one or two months and I'm like yeah, I'm, I'm glad though that I don't get to use it anymore because it really takes away so much of my time being productive
1: but tell me tell me your mindset like I, I get that you've always wanted to have one but why did you buy ah, it? like why that time? I
0: had the money dude <laughs> simply put I had the money to buy it I felt like an adult I was like you know what I have a job now I have the money to pay for a controller, I have the leeway to, to buy it. So I will definitely purchase it. Other items that I've bought around like 3am, I remember now are video games. I was like, I have the cash for this, I, can, I definitely, um I won't hurt myself, which I will, <laughs> from buying this thing. And so yeah, it sucks. It sucks, but I love it. And I it sucks, but I love it.
1: Right. And the reason I asked is because um that's one of the few things we'll try to explore in this podcast. It's mm-hmm. just what happens at 3 AM and what what's with the impulse by? But but before we get into that, I, I wanna hear Carl's story. I, I, I wonder which one he's gonna tell us.
0: <laughs> oh God, please tell us about your skincare, Carl. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well 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 the thing is the thing is, the the title of this podcast doesn't work for me because I don't buy stuff at 3 a.m. I must sleep at 3 a.m. But like to play along with the theme of like impulse buys, I, I guess I have I have a laundry list of things I've bought out of whim. Yes. Right? <laughs> a lot. A lot of things that I don't… Well, okay. I also bought a controller. <laughs> But before that, even before that, this all started with a new Nintendo switch yeah, uh, yeah. before the pandemic. That was the first I guess impulse buy that i that I got. And then after that, I subscribed to all of the Nintendo pages because you know i I kind of miss gaming in in general. Switch games are usually more expensive, and like I've spent quite a lot on on those games. But then I wasn't satisfied so in around the middle of last year, I decided I wanted to try PC gaming. Ah,
0: the cheaper route. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the relatively cheaper route.
2: So yeah, the, the cheaper route. But to start with, you need to have a PC or a laptop that can handle those games. So I got one. <laughs> <laughs> and the way that I justified it in my head was that, oh, I, I do need this for work. And, and in fairness, I, I, I have recovered the costs from that already.
1: Right. And for the record, so, you already had a laptop when you decided yeah, to buy it. For a the PC record
2: laptop. I already had one, but I wanted a more powerful one. <laughs> so so I got one.
1: <laughs> I, I love that you were rationalizing it in your head. But I wonder now, um, was it more expensive to get the switch or or to get that laptop and to switch to PC gaming?
2: <laughs> to be fair, PC gaming is cheaper than than gaming on the Switch because because Nintendo sort of has to overprice their their cartridges a little bit. And as for PC games, well, they distribute it all digitally.
0: And they have the right to do so because they're Nintendo.
2: Yeah, exactly. They they yeah. do they do have the right to do that because it's exclusive, right? Yeah. You won't you won't get to play their games on other platforms. So yeah, so after that I bought a controller because I wanted to I wanted a controller that of works course. with my with my Switch and works on my PC, right?
0: I love how like Carl started to rationalize the the succession of stuff that he bought he bought. It's like, you know what? I'm not gonna enjoy my experience of having this expensive laptop that can play these games. If I don't have the controller for it, I should I should definitely buy a controller. I don't think
2: that I buy things like on impulse, like when I see a product, I just get it automatically. Like I add to cart. I actually have to think about it before purchasing it. Like so, it's not like Kat, where where she's like, okay, I have to check if this is on Shopee, and if it is, I just add to cart at three a.m. and then it it arrives in the morning. Or,
0: or is it really? No,
2: no, 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 no. Seriously, seriously, I call it I call it an impulse buy, but in reality, everything that I buy goes through a long thought process.
0: I I I feel you. I I do the same thing. Yeah, cause like even with the controller, I I want to tell myself that it's an impulse buy, but I've I don't think I've ever bought anything. No, I have bought stuff in impulse because I just said like, you know what? Fuck it, I want to buy this game because or this thing because you know what? I've never been able to afford something like this, and it just feels good to say that you know it's like oh, I can afford this now. I can I can enjoy this.
2: It's interesting that that's how our brains work, right? Like I I remember a few years ago reading about the marshmallow test. Children who are often well off when 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 you give them like a bowl of marshmallows, they won't touch it if you tell them that they they'll get something better at the end, right? I say they're more adjusted they're more well adjusted to to, the, to these decisions but when you're when you when you put in children who are from a poorer family or families who are not that well off they often fail the marshmallow test right they they eat the marshmallow right away because that's not how they're wired to think so they don't have this mindset of thinking long term because they didn't grow up in that culture.
0: I don't think it's just the culture, Carl. I think to expand on that mindset even more, it's also because when you're there, you feel like, you know, there. there's only one chance for you to feel good about certain things. Someone shared it to me uh, through Twitter. It's like the difference of someone um, being raised with love and someone being raised off survival when you have the the abundance of certain things and you have the kind of comfort where you're where you know that there are more things that will feel good in the future that will be provided for you 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 can definitely say oh no it's okay and it, the choices that you make even like with people even with the things that you'll buy especially from the topic that we're talking about and even your whole mindset is different but when you're at that point where um you don't know if you'll ever ever get a marshmallow again like yeah i am going to i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat that
2: mhm mhm yeah that's true but i don't like to call it like a culture of love the way the way that you put it right because a lot of it has to do with the realities that we grew up with right like we have different like we come from different socioeconomic backgrounds growing up and therefore uh, different values were instilled upon us right so I think it's valuable in the conversation when when that we have to talk about the, the realities that we had to grow up with in terms of how we connected to our spending patterns as an adult, right?
0: Robert Kiyosaki had a very good point of this. When he talks about people in the lower class, in the middle class, and in the higher class, how he described it is that people in middle to lower class usually buy things that… Um, Take away from their value and uh, the difference with their spending patterns, or yeah, the the spending patterns of rich people are are that they spend on things that'll give them more money in the future, and then use the excess of those um, things that they bought that'll give them money in the future, or assets, is what Robert Kiyosaki mentioned, <clears throat> and then buy things from that pool of things that I like. Because they already have the abundance mindset towards it.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, actually, my theory is a lot, a lot simpler than yours. It's not. It's not complicated. Actually, it's just. Um. I think we just call it an impulse. By when we regret buying it at all, but like everything that bought is like um, It was thought of. Like even though my thought process like, took only twenty minutes, and it was three a.m. and I was groggy, I did think about it, and in my head buying that pasta maker sounded like such a great idea. <laughs> I was thinking of I guess I was investing on my pasta and like
2: yeah, I don't yeah, just to clarify, I don't I don't have I don't have that feeling of an impulse buy, but I do have that feeling of buyer's remorse. I think we all have it when we spend on something that's really expensive, right?
0: Yeah. I think not just something expensive, but something that really takes away from your experience of other things. Like, for instance, the video games that I bought, there were, you're right, there were times when I could already afford things that I would just, like, stop dead in my tracks. I When I bought StarCraft 2 for the first time, it was, I bought the whole expansion pack. So that's three different campaigns. And I spent over, I think I, I finished the whole campaign in two days or a whole day, as in 24 hours just playing that game. And th- the reason why at the time I, di- I didn't really feel like it was um, an impulse buy or I don't necessarily regret it, though it did hurt me in the process because I felt so tired afterwards <laughs> spending 24 hours straight playing that video game. Um It's because it fulfilled this lifelong, um, well, I think it, it fulfilled this childhood memory of mine, being super duper jealous of my cousins or my uncles and aunts, who could like, oh man, they have a computer that can play a game, man. They actually have games, man. They have a computer. Oh my God, they have internet. Where, well, I grew up, I think around, I only started playing with the internet and starting really interacting with the internet at fifth grade or sixth grade. I saw someone playing a video of Naruto on YouTube once when I was in third grade. I was like, whoa, they can do that? And now that I have the money to to buy stuff like that, I'm like, I don't necessarily regret it, but it did make me feel good, especially when I was playing it. So I, there's no there's no buyer's remorse. I think the buyer's remorse comes from the fact that I'm just so... Friggin' tired afterwards, but in my head, it's like I conquered that Jay and I have now.
1: Uh, yeah, but on buyer's remorse, though, I, I just wonder. Um, since none of us are gonna admit to having buyer's remorse, <laughs> I, I did doing it impulse buying. Never, mm-hmm. <laughs> I admitted yeah. to
2: buyer's remorse. I'm not gonna <laughs> admit to having an impulse buy. I call okay. it an impulse buy, but it's really not,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I guess. Since since you did admit to having buyer's remorse, I wonder now um, what's the one thing that you will never regret buying, if there's anything. What's the one thing that you think you will always deserve?
0: Okay,
2: mm. right, I'll go first. I think I will never regret buying tools that I can use for work and for for my hobbies, mm-hmm. right? Because, like for example. I don't get why you would get buyer's remorse from buying a pasta maker if it's a tool that you can that you can use to better your skills, right? So, so that's the thinking that I have where I I don't think that I will ever get buyer's remorse from buying tools that I that I need to to fulfill my hobbies.
0: What are those things? To be
2: specific, Carl. To be specific. Like yeah. for example those? your new I,
1: phone. And, <laughs> yeah.
2: My new phone, my new laptop. But but that's not but it's not just devices and like actual stuff. It eh? I think, for example, I recently started going back to the gym. So I bought a gym membership. I will hmm. never get buyer's remorse from that because in my in my head, I'm investing in myself. That's how I rationalized it, right? I'm I'm getting I'm getting stronger every time that I go there. I'm I'm getting fitter and I'm actually using the the membership. I'm like unlike before, where where I buy memberships in in, in, in gyms and like never use it. Go once right. and like never right. look back.
0: Yeah. Right. How about you, Neil? Um, it would be the same for Carl, but to be specific, my whey protein, the chicken breast that I need to eat every friggin day, and of course, sessions for the gym or for my gym membership. Also, so that's just for my hobbies or the things that I enjoy. So i it would be the same thing with what Carl said. Anything that furthers my career or furthers me or you know assets, anything that'll give me money. So I invested a lot on my, um, what do you call this? I invested a lot on my mic, for instance, for my voiceovers. And it has already paid itself off. So my, my, my mindset is always like that. My mindset is always like that. If I buy something, it has to pay me back in value. So if this thing has, uh, I bought this uh, for my uncle in the States for around like 15000 But because I've had more projects because of this, I feel like, oh, it's paid its price already. Uh, I bought um, something that I'm going to use for the future. Um, More practical stuff like requirements from the government. Um, I don't necessarily feel bad that I spent a lot of money trying to get my driver's license, you know, though it's so friggin' expensive. You
1: spent a lot?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, Ugh, impossible, is right? It the impossible.
1: Bureaucracy? <laughs> it is the bureaucracy. In
0: fact. Yeah. It oh, is. Yes. Yeah. Simple things like that. Or to the lower tier stuff that I don't necessarily think about, if it's just something that I know I'm going to enjoy. Um, um I I usually organize the things that I buy uh over those two things. It's either it makes me Uh, it makes me money or it makes me feel good about myself. So the same thing with Carl. If I buy like new clothes, damn right, especially if it's Mm -hmm. um, priced for something really cheap. That's why I never buy new clothes. I always buy from the ukay-ukay. It always feels like, oh man, I spent, I spent, oh no, the value that I got for this thing is way more than what it would originally be. So I feel like I cheated the system for it shoes, something like that, you know. But if there's something brand new I'll buy, it's usually just because I want it to last a long time. That's
2: it. Well apart from apart from the tangible things, I wanted to add that um learning and knowledge are also things that can give you buyers remor- uh, that can give you buyers remorse. But then again mm-hmm. when you when you when you consider really what you get out of it, it it really shouldn't. It it should be something that's worth it. Right. So a little bit of a story. I went to law school, and I didn't like it, so I spent a semester oh there. Oh my god, Carl,
0: you went to law school? <laughs>
2: yeah, man. You know, didn't,
1: were we we friends. <laughs> <laughs> that oh was why I was
2: secretly struggling in 2018. Oh
1: my god, I thought you were trying to learn a language.
2: You
0: never I mean,
1: told all us all
2: those Latin,
0: right?
1: <laughs> all those Latin.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I I spent a semester in law school just to just to see just to try it out, but then I didn't like it, so I left but but in my head like when people tell me na sayang naman yung law school mo bakit hindi mo pinagpatuloy kung kaya mo naman pala in my head well i don't want to pursue it anymore and there's nothing sayang about it when you've actually learned something from it right and yeah. i think that even Even in even when when someone fails at something, it should be a learning experience. And that that shouldn't give someone buyers remorse because you learned something from it, even if you failed.
0: Yeah. Carl had a really good point. Like it's because he wanted it, you know? And he knew for himself that he wanted to pursue that thing. So there's no remorse over investing in it or buying, you know, the, the slot that uh, you need so that you can further your education or for yourself. That's the same thing for me. If I know for, my, for myself or at, at the least, you know, I've rationalized it enough in my head that I wanted this thing and I've thought about it well enough, okay. Um, even if it's totally um, like a one-time, big-time time thing, go for it. Because I knew for myself that I wanted it. I bought like um, um, cassettes for myself that I knew that are going to uh, degrade in value every year because of their quality, because of the the tape itself degrades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have tons. I have tons. But it just makes me feel good knowing that I have collected these things. And Carl is so right when it comes to the, what do you call this? He's so right when it's, investing in the things that you you know. I think you'll never regret buying a course online, even if it, um what do you call this, it's not necessarily what you wanted to learn. Because at the end of the day, you still learn something. And one of these days, you might use it. But yeah, that's something that you should definitely invest into. Something that uh, expands your capabilities because you'll never know what other skills you might need around the world.
1: I love that you brought up immaterial like possessions. If there are like two things that I will never have a buyer's remorse over, It's first, it's time because I know I can't buy it. And when I am able to buy time, yeah, that's like the best thing, right? Just make it longer or maybe sell time or just have longer time with other people. And then the second thing would probably be experience, which I never regretted. So experience involves a lot of things, but I guess the most practical example I could give probably travel, especially now during the lockdown like I'm starting to regret all the places I should have gone to and all the places I could have spent on but I didn't when I was already there thinking that um, I'm gonna have like tomorrow or I'm gonna have next year to do this anyway but now that you think about it and now that we are in this situation it's um, yeah it's very regrettable and so I guess those are the two things that I will never have buyer's remorse over
2: So you've mentioned like all of these things that are intangible, no? Like for example, learning. And, and speaking of learning, I want to ask both of you: Is there a skill that you think is useless but you've learned anyway?
0: Ah, uh, that's it. Uh, I'll have to think about it.
2: There's a lot of useless skills in, in any.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, um, I'm not ashamed of this. Not ashamed. But during the lockdown I did try to teach myself to juggle. Oh. <laughs> I don't know wow. why. I mean, I can't say it's always been my dream to juggle, but it's always been something something of a skill set that I thought I should have by now at least. Like, um oh my god, I'm going to try to impress my friends. I'm going to juggle and with that came a purchase of uh, I think it was like a dozen stress balls. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Yeah,
1: yeah, and so, like, it came with a purchase of a dozen stress balls yeah. that I didn't actually end up using because I found that juggling my socks was a lot more easier. Uh-huh. But then, I, can, I can't get past, like, I mean, like, I can do three. Like, I can juggle three now, except, like... I can do like probably two rounds of it before I fail to catch one of them. So yeah, it's a useless skill that I thought I could imp- I could use to impress people. Dang. But it just ended up giving me a lot of stress and causing me to buy yet another thing at 3am. <laughs> well, 12 other things at 3am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about you, Neil? Uh, I-, I can't say I know any skill that I I learned any skill that I felt like was useless. I'll have to go against the grain for this one. I don't know. I've always just No, I mean like we're not we're we are not we we do not have to call yeah, it yeah, useless. I know, per se. yeah, I know. But like I, mean, like, I can't think of anything because I feel like everything that I've ever been interested in and anything that I've definitely had wanted uh that I wanted to spend time on was useful for me and i get i got to use it um, mm-hmm. my, the the small dumb quirks when i was a kid where i was thinking of myself as a, a radio dj and just speaking out the spiels by myself imagining characters while doing voices all of those have just translated into careers that i've eventually done i did radio i i do radio i do voiceovers um uh, I wanted to lift weights when I was younger. I tried doing lifting weights. And now I, uh, I'm i aiming to compete in a bodybuilding competition. I wanted to learn guitar that other people might have thought was useless. I played in a band and got money by playing in a band. Um, yeah, I, I don't have any useless skills. But at the same time, because I don't know any... Useless or things that I don't really like to do. I'm stuck with the skills that I know. I don't know anything else to do aside from that. I was like, hmm, yeah, I'll do that, and I'll, I'll, I guess I'll just do that forever.
1: <laughs> Thank
2: you for making us feel horrible about the useless skills we've learned. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I'm proud of it. <laughs> like I could juggle. Well, Socks. Yeah.
2: Well, like, well, mine, mine hasn't translated to a buy yet, but like. Recently, I've I've decided I wanted to learn how to navigate using the stars and a sextant.
1: Oh my god! Really?
2: Yeah, it's really fun.
1: Oh, that's close to a buy.
2: So you realize that that skill is quite useless when your phone has a GPS. So
1: why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so was this Moana-inspired?
2: Nope. Not Moana-inspired at all. Just… Me at two a.m. watching random YouTube videos and like "Hmm, I wonder how they navigate using the stars. That that thought suddenly popped into my head.
1: Right, right, right. And you were have you always been interested in uh in astrology? I I mean, I'd like to say. Astronomy? Astronomy. (laughs) I mean, astrology is I have no clue about
2: what astrology is, Kat. Right. (laughs) I don't care about (laughs) astrology. (laughs) But I've always been interested in astronomy and in space and all of that stuff.
1: Oh, okay. I thought maybe this was… I mean, because uh, that's probably something that would get me into it. It's astrology. Oh, God. Everyone's talking about their
2: horoscopes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: I wonder now what you're going to do with um, that kind of skill, Carl. Well,
2: if you're ever on a boat with me in the middle of the ocean without any navigational tools, I think we will probably survive.
1: All right, I look forward to that trip. <laughs> 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 but I'd hate to be in a boat with just you because I don't think I can count on you as as well and like if the boat sinks, uh, I can't I can't <laughs> I can't carry you to shore, Carl.
2: Oh, it's it's okay. I can swim. I think you'd probably push Carl. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'd probably You'd probably push, push, your...
2: push Carl in yeah, the Yeah, but water, then Kat, Kat would have like... no way of navigating.
1: How unfortunate. And how fortunate for you, mm-hmm. Carl. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah, but they won't be as annoying. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried getting directions from a GPS on your phone? It's a lot more annoying. <laughs>
1: We're nearing the end of the podcast. I suppose um maybe a question I would like to ask you guys um especially Carl since he did just admit to buyer's remorse. What do you do now to keep yourself from buying anything you don't need? Do you just continue rationalizing it in your head, just convincing yourself that oh no, no, it it, it was a it was a useful and it was a necessary purchase?
2: What do I do to keep myself from buying? Um Whenever something comes up that I really want, I ask myself if I really need this, so that's really helpful to to like avoid impulse bias so that's it that's it really you know you you rationalize it in your head you you always ask yourself questions, do I really need this? Tomorrow, you ask again. I really want this, but do I really need right. this? Right.
1: But then that's always the dilemma, isn't it? Like, how do you distinguish want from mm-hmm. need? What's the second question well, you ask?
2: My, my strategy is to not buy something the first time that I see it.
1: Nice.
2: So you give yourself some time to think about it and, like, really let the decision sink in before you decide on buying that stuff.
1: Right. So reading an article about it and immediately, yeah, uh-huh. that, that's yeah. wrong, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the new phone that I bought this year wasn't the result of an impulse buy. I wasn't planning on buying, on upgrading my phone this year. But then uh, someone in the family wanted to get a new phone. So, that I, so I was like, okay, I can, I can give them my phone. So I can like rationalize getting a new phone. Right, but then getting a new phone didn't like. I didn't decide on it like immediately. I was thinking about the the cost benefit of everything, and then what kind of phone to get, future proofing all of that. It took me like two weeks to decide on finally
0: getting a new phone. Oh, Mm -hmm. I want to add something to that. If there is one thing that I've I've I felt buyer's remorse for just for a little bit, it was buying my phone. Literally buying my phone, but it I felt buyers. Oh,
1: but you're proud of your. I am.
0: I I am, and the story why I felt buyer's remorse for it is because of the pandemic, and it will. This will sound. This won't sound cheesy. Trust me, because I bought this phone, thinking thinking that I could use it, um, to further my career, and mainly because um my previous job, uh, required me to be um. On camera more, you know, if you know what I mean, and to take more photos and then post it on social media because I could get paid for it eventually if I have a following. So I bought this phone, thinking and investing on it, thinking that you know what, if ever, no, no not if ever, I knew and I convinced myself that. You know, I'm going to use this because I also need to further my social media presence. So I have to take good photos. I have to feel, uh, I have to utilize it as much as possible. And I want this thing to make me money. But because the, uh, the pandemic uh, took out that possibility, um, I felt buyer's remorse for this, especially when uh, I got laid off from my other job, from my my old job. So I was like, God damn it. I could have used that kind of money to uh, invest in something like um, the things that I have now, you know? So it, it felt like, ah. Uh, so if I, I, I like that you asked Carl that question, you know, how to prevent yourself from really buying things that you don't necessarily need. Always ask yourself, how much money will it make me if I buy it? So I don't have the kind of ability to buy assets like, Um, a large amount of um, businesses or invest in certain things. But I can, um, what do you call this? I can minimize the time that I'm going to, for instance, commute because I bought a motorcycle. Okay. Then it's going to make me money because it's going to um, lessen the time I have to commute and it furthers my experience of learning how to drive, especially on the road. Um, If it's going to give you um, a new experience if you're going to learn from it then go use it and buy it but if not yeah
1: yeah that's right but then that's one thing you can't actually um, you can't foresee at all (laughs) I mean nobody thought that 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 investment would not go the way it should have gone yeah and so I don't think you should beat yourself up too much for paying for that phone maybe it's not today uh, maybe in a couple of years, or maybe it has already yeah. paid off. so I suppose that's also part of the reason why I don't think um like impulse buy definitely think about it again, cat, don't do it, but buyers <laughs> remorse like um yeah, that that's a concept that. You will continue to rationalize in your head.
2: <laughs> also, also so, one one good advice for you, Kat, is to go to sleep before three p three a.m. Oh my god! My god. <laughs> like, oh my god!
1: Like, why are you
2: awake at three a.m. in the first place?
1: Oh man, that that's something I'm gonna find out in the next <laughs> few episodes. But <laughs> it's a it's a journey to self discovery, but. I suppose like if I were to give myself advice right now I would just delete those apps but I I know full well that after a few days I'm gonna I'm just gonna add them again so it's gonna be installed again
2: well there's a simple psychological trick that you can use it, like make it harder to find on your phone
1: oh my god Carl how?
2: Put it in a folder, in a folder somewhere, in another, a yeah. folder within a folder.
1: You know, I'm gonna try that. Oh. I don't need any more pasta makers.
2: Human beings are super impulsive. We
1: are, especially creatures, the...
2: right? So the only way that we can go around that behavior is to make small behavioral changes that will make it more difficult for us to access these things. That's right.
0: Let me be devil's advocate for a really, really quick moment. No, let's mute you and like go to sleep now. <laughs> this, this is, but this is going to be your consciousness when you do do yeah. that, though. When you do eventually find those apps, cat, it'll feel even more amazing. Cause, like, you know what? I went through all of that trouble.
1: Why, you know, why exit the app now? <laughs> Yeah. That actually sounds right.
2: <laughs> but it's the same thing, though. It's the same thing if you delete it. You will still feel that same rush when you install it again. Oh, yeah.
1: Right,
0: oh right. yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And
1: he, this is what I'm going to do. The next time I see Carl, I'm going to ask him to hide it for me. So so yeah. that I wouldn't know where, where to begin looking.
0: <laughs> and then I'll look for it for you, Kat, and tell you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so thank you, everyone. All right. Good night. Well, good morning. (laughs) Again, this is Kat, and thank you for listening to this podcast. There are two ways you can stay updated for new episodes. You can, of course, subscribe to Nothing Good Happens at 3am on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. It's available in all of the major platforms. Or... You could also follow the 3AM pod on Instagram. Just search at 3AM pod. Either one won't cost you a thing. So thanks again for letting me keep you company. Send me a voicemail of your buyer's remorse story. I'd love to hear it. Now try to get some rest.